everyone, welcome to our character profile episode about Shona Platt. Welcome to the show. Oh, that's not the first time. Sorry, the cat the cat is a disgusting why. The first of many terrible uh, puns that I'm gonna be making this episode. Hello. Really? What other ones have you got? It's pretty much all variations of the same, really. Welcome yeah. To the show. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, so Shona Platt was born on the sixth. I'm fine. We're going to get straight into this, are we? What else gonna... do you want to say? Hi, I'm Michael. Oh, I'm Gemma. <laughs> this is a Coronation Street podcast uh, about a character that's been in the show for a while. In the Coronation show. Street. Oh. <laughs> hey, Gemma. Let's. <laughs> I'm going. Let's get on with the show. Going. The Platt character profile. Listen, she was born on. Don't the... turn off. I'm going to shut up now. She was born on the 6th of October, 1987. She has a sister who has not been cast in, or appeared ever. No, I, and, and it's probably been forgotten about. I don't, I don't think that Shona's sister's been mentioned for, ooh, I'm going to say uh, five years or so. Has she been in it that long? Yeah. But I did find out that she, um, that Julia Goulding, who, who plays her, has said that she'd quite like Vicky McClure to play. I quite like that too. I can, I can see a resemblance. I can see it. I can see it. I definitely can. She married David Platt in 2019 and she's got a child called Clayton Hibbs which, who was born in 2001. She first appeared on the 6th of December 2016 and she has been in over 634 episodes. No, sorry, I've changed this. But last week she'd been in 634 episodes. Now she's been in a bit more. So I'm going to say 638. Just add on one for everyone she's been in since this, please, people. Yes, you do that for us if you listen to this in the future. Okay, right. And she's played by, as you said, Judy Goulding. Yes. And she is the 98th most featured character in Coronation Street thus far. Ever. As um, we're on the 23rd of February 2022 at the moment. She's broken into the top 100, which I'm very pleased about because I do love me a bit of Shona Platt. And she, um, she's beaten uh, David's previous wife, Kylie. He's yes. in 100th place. Yeah, Kylie so, Platt is in a, in 100th in the top 100 well most featured characters ever. So well done, Shona. You've, you've beaten her. Yeah. So, um, I, I love Shona Platt. I don't know whether anybody has not picked that up yet, but I think she's pretty amazing. Gemma, you're a, well, you're a recent a pre- convert to, to Shona Love. Do you like her still? I think she's bloody brilliant. Why? Um, I'm just trying to think because, you know, there's definitely a period, isn't there? There's before the box and after the box. That's true. That is true. Yeah, pre-box Shona I loved. Slightly post-box Shona... Not so much of a fan of. See, I love but she's post-box been... Shona, but pre-box Shona. <laughs> post-box Shona, is, yeah. that, is, that, is that the, the one, is that where you post, put your letters? Post-box <laughs> Shona. Post-box Shona. Goes with a calling boy. <laughs> and uh, pre-box, no. Yeah, she was, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't a much. fan of, of uh, how she went a little bit um, funny after. Well, there you go, see, we represent but everybody she's mad, she's mad out now, but in you, the you've, Coronation Street fandom. You, you've talked recently on the podcast about how you've um, recently grown to love Shona and David as a couple. I was not, I was not even, yeah, not even, it took me until probably like October last year to thaw to it. It's because <laughs> um, David and Kylie were such a beloved couple, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, uh, Paul Elaine, who plays Kylie, was fantastic. But there was always something that I didn't quite... It didn't quite sit with me. And I think that's because I really enjoyed Tina with David. And I thought that Tina McIntyre and David were fantastic. And I thought it was really such a shame that their relationship lasted such a short period of time. And then Paula Lane comes along and says, Hi, I'm David Platt's new wife. And I was like, oh, you know Tina, are you? And, um, 
and she was a bit too scally-ish. But um, Shona Platt, like straight away, I was like, "This is oh, I love this character." I like them more as a comedy duo, which they've got, they've pulled the uh, put the brakes on a bit f- for that with those characters at the moment because yeah, a little of the, bit. The, the current storyline the Platt family drama. is going through. And there was comedy stuff with um, with, with Kylie. But I think that you know peak Kylie was obviously the the Callum saga with the Platts, and um, that was that much darker. Um, and there was also you know all the drug stuff. And then when Paula Lane went off on a maternity leave, it was like oh she's left David. And then you had the bit with with her sleeping with Nick and everything. And it, it just didn't feel like it hit the comedic notes quite as often as I would have liked. There were a few things we will talk about Shona in a minute. I promise. There were a few things that I remember really enjoying about um, Kylie, like. I've got a vague memory of David and Kylie going to a bar somewhere and pretending to be someone else, like as a bit of a role play, a bit like a bit like Tyrone and Fizz did recently. But on the whole, it doesn't mm. matter. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about lovely, lovely Shona Platt, um, played by Julia Goulding, who is trained at RADA, don't I you know? I know, RADA. 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 Yeah. But you can tell, she's yeah, budding around. And um, before Coronation Street, um, she did lots of theatre work. Um, and there was, a, there was a short film that she was in called New Gods. Not seen it, don't know much about that. Um, but, but that's it. She's done that and Coronation Street. That was like her TV debut, her role in Coronation Street. And... Um, I mean, I'm I, I'm quite happy if it's going to stay her only TV role, to be honest, because she is very, very good. What I really, really loved about um, the story about Julia getting onto Coronation Street is what a huge Corrie fan she was. And I remember the interview she did back in... Um, Back in 2016, when she first came into it, and she was saying, "Love Coronation Street when I was when I was little, and it's like my dream role." And you and you hear about people, you know, sometimes when people come onto Coronation Street, they say, "Oh yeah, well, I grew up and my mum watched Coronation Street, and it was always on." But with Julia Goulding, was it was like she it. was proper obsession. I love this about Coronation her. Street so much so that she even had her fifth birthday party. On the cobbles. Love I her. mean, amazing. So that was when you you could go to the old Key Street set on the Granada Studios tour. What? What five? Like, I, I thought I was quite a Cory nerd when I was little. But I think at the age of five, I don't think that I would have wanted to go to the Granada Studios tour. But Imagine fair all her play friends to her. as well. What, what were their friends <laughs> yeah. thinking? And the friends' parents. That was very true, actually. I mean, there was more on the Granada Studios tour than just Coronation Street. I mean, you could see the Sooty Show and everything as well there. Oh, okay, so that's probably, probably what... Probably those out. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the other kids. Honestly, it was amazing. Um, Julia said um, in, in an interview, I remember looking through all the letterboxes on the street and being annoyed that we couldn't actually go inside the Rovers. Um, I'm still pinching myself now that this is my job. She said her favourite character back in the early days was Bette Lynch. Um, she said she loved Bette and Raquel. This is my era. I mean, me too. So, you know, mid-90s, mid to early 90s, absolutely golden era of Coronation Street in my book. So she loved Bette. She loved Raquel. When back in at Bette and Alec had the Rovers, she said she remembered when Jack put cladding on the house. Vera went mad. Um, so... She just knows it. She knows the show and I think that's sometimes what can make a real difference in just how you kind of shine off of the screen because you can tell she's 
loving every minute of it and she feels so privileged to be on it and it's like her dream come true it means such a lot and and it it comes out because she is like one of the smiliest people on coronation street um so she there's another quote that i love from her she said my first scenes were me living at eileen's house i couldn't believe i was living in elsie tanner's old house i had to open the door pick up some milk and see david across the road i leant on the door looking up and down the street i've known all my life and completely welled up with tears I love it. I, I love know. it. I mean, the fact that she could even do the deep cut reference of Elsie Tanner. I know. I'm so impressed. But yeah, she's not. She's no fair weather fan, is she? She's not. I mean, she. Did you remember? I can't remember how long ago this was. Now I think I've got it later on in the show notes. But she, she did do the. the she did do the she, Coronation Street versus Emma Dale so quiz. She should be was on it. Like it 2017. She. She should. She should. She's, well, they, she they did win the year that yeah. um, that she was in it as well. Yeah. She's she's a genius, a bona fide courage genius, and you know the cast versus fans quiz that we did yeah. this past summer she got 10 out of 10 on questions about Shona she's so fabulous was out of five? can't say enough five. nice things about I can't I'll try I'll try yeah. um, Gemma tell me a little bit about Shona's early history please before joining Coronation Street what was she up to I was. This was quite funny because I was reading this earlier, and um, I was looking at the Julia did this and that, and she said this, and then I scrolled down, and I I didn't realize this would now gone into, um, oh, <laughs> character gone territory. into character territory. I was like, what a tragic upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> she said it says so pre debut on the street. Shona, not Julia. She was brought up on the Paul Robeson estate in Withenshaw. See, I was thinking, I thought that was made up for Coronation Street, but it must be real. Yeah, yeah, Paul <laughs> Robeson estate. That was it. Withenshaw, that's real. Withenshaw, yes. And and if you know much about Manchester, you're, that that's, that name will maybe give you thoughts. Well, about listen. How a fairly do- sorry for any Withenshawian listeners, you know, Withen- don't you? Withenshawian. Um, and then it says pregnant, age thirteen, with Dane Hibbs' child, and I was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> and then I thought Dane Hibbs sounds familiar must be some kind of pop star and I thought is he a paedophile Dane Bowers <laughs> no I don't know what I was thinking um, then she ends the relationship because she he doesn't she doesn't think he's a great role model and he's abusive and she raises Clayton alone and that's the name that tipped me off <laughs> that's so funny she got all this way down and you thought like, we were talking about Julie Gordon I was like wow I can't believe that she managed to do all yeah, this no, she, when she was pregnant Shona so had young. a fairly rough upbringing um, Withenshaw is the place where the pub is that the dog, dog and gun. gun is filmed in yes. and um, we, we, we went there and feared for our lives quite frankly no we didn't no, no, lovely place lovely um, place okay so Dane and, <clears throat> Dane and his other son Maka um, come back into Clayton's life and his behaviour starts to decline and he goes and lives with them yeah because Clayton um, was supposed to have been like a good little boy for the first 10 years of his life and you know Clayton he's not been in the show for a few years now um, but he's a a right little scrote bag well you see here we go this is my question um is this the same as what happened to Max? You know, has he been groomed to be a criminal? Well, Can yeah, we there's, there him? are absolutely parallels. I mean, they've, they've been brought up in the show as much um, between Clayton and Max, but and I think that that's one of the reasons why Kylie's being very careful with how she parents Max because you mean Shona. Sorry, what did I say? Kylie. Oh my gosh, how embarrassing! Uh, Shona is being very very careful about how she parents Max because she doesn't. She doesn't want to push him away from her the same way that Clayton was turned from from, uh, Shona. So, in July 2016, this is when Clayton stabs and kills Kylie Platt and then gets sentenced to 15 years in prison. Now, we didn't know who Clayton 
Clayton, we didn't. Clayton didn't have any relationship to anybody on the show. No. When he when this happened, it's only later that this gets. Would you say retconned? Don't know, but um, he... it's not too long before Shona comes onto the program. To be honest, it's it's that like we're only yes. talking like six months before her debut. So, she so first I'm thinking appeared this in probably December, was planned, and this was July. Yeah. that he he gets uh, kind of gets offed. Mm. Um, Shona then starts a relationship with Nathan Curtis who is the person who grooms Bethany Platt. Mm-hmm. And he tries to get her into helping him in that kind of stuff. And she escapes and ends up homeless. Has, there, has many, many, any, I don't know, um, comparisons been drawn or links been drawn between that kind of grooming? No. I don't know, because they. I'm sure they talked about Bethany recently. But I think, honestly, I think that when people think about Shona the whole she was involved in Nathan's um grooming ring has kind of been forgotten about it has hasn't it but that's, that's what got her into the program I mean, do you want to just finish off with um what she actually did I just want to say oh. I, this definitely feels like there's a massive difference between being groomed to accept behavior done to you and being groomed to actually do something oh yeah absolutely to other people yeah yeah but I mean there, there are parallels that there's definitely be parallels drawn. right so 2016 she appears on the street at the end of the year it's all Christmassy she bumps into David at a bar in Manchester and she tries to flirt with him but he's not interested he's still grieving he's still grieving yeah. um, so she steals his wallet and he finds her again a few days later and he doesn't care about anything except the picture of Kylie inside and she's like I don't know what you mean I don't have it and she then looks at it away from him opens the wallet and sees this picture of Kylie and we don't we're not supposed to know this although we guessed I think fairly early on Hmm. um we're not supposed to know that she knows who this woman is because her son killed yeah I can't remember whether at this point they even made a thing of like oh look she knows who she is because it was it was in early 2017 we'll get to in a minute when she goes to Kylie's grave and and I think that might be the moment where it was like hang on a minute how does she know well they yeah they made it they kind of gave us loads of little clues and everyone was trying to guess and thinking about what could it be and then I think we all just realised it was fairly obvious and but Coronation Street insisted on dragging this mystery out for months. Well, they can't they, they can't replan it just because people, some clever people might have guessed and theorised. Otherwise, they'd never get anything done because people are always It just guessing. made it too... Well, it doesn't... It doesn't... It, ugh, I don't care. It was, it was a fun little mystery. 2017, Michael. No, you, you haven't finished off the last thing in 2016. Oh, all right. Yes, sure. Okay, all right. So if Billy finds her in St Mary's and at this point he'd given up being a vicar because he realised it was boring. And, uh, but he takes this as a sign that he should go back to being a vicar. And look at him now. I know, so he takes, and everything. He takes Shona to the street with him and then they end up having Christmas dinner with the Grimshaws. How lovely. Yeah. And, right, now you can uh, move on. Thank you. 2017 vintage year for Coronation Street. Was it? 2017 was, yeah. That was the Who Pushed Ken's year. That was, you know... Okay. Prime Pat Feeling. If only feeling. we could go back to those That days. was all this grooming stuff. With, yeah, honestly, this is fantastic. Do you think 2023 is going to be for EastEnders, what, 2017 was? It might be. I, 2017 was bloody brilliant on Coronation Street. Oh, you had to correct there, didn't you? Hmm? I said 2017 and you were like, it's 2017. I did, I didn't even notice. So Todd, he's there in Billy at this time, thinks that Shona's taken up too much of Billy's attention and kicks her out of number 11 when he finds David's wallet in her possession. Okay. So he kind of thinks, he, he's one of the first to realise that she's a bit of a 
bit of a, a, a scallywag like that. So Shona has to get tracked down by Billy, who persuades her to go back and stay at number 11 again and gets her the job at Roy's. So for all those well-buttered roles that she's been responsible for all, for all over the years, we've got Billy to thank for that. Um, apparently, the backstory that they said for why she wanted to work behind the counter there is that back in the day in, in, in the Paul Robeson estate, she used to tour around it, selling food out the back of the van. So um, she's got, she's got um, food serving in her blood, one might say. February, this is when we see Shona visiting Kylie's grave. And I think I just, I've got a vague memory of it, just like being at the end of an episode and there wasn't necessarily anything building up to it maybe. But um, yeah, we just see her there at the grave crying and it was like what, what's going on there what's the link between her and Kylie is she is she a secret sister of Kylie were, were she and Kylie lovers in the past what is it but like you said earlier I think by the time it had been it, it was revealed what the link with between her and, and Clayton and Kylie and everything was we, we kind of guessed it a little bit but I still appreciated that they even went to the trouble of putting a mystery in do like a good mystery. Oh, I love a mystery. Mm -hmm. So Shona gets worried when she hears Gail saying that Bethany is dating someone called Nathan. So obviously Shona, like we said, had been you know, involved in his business before realising just how dodgy it was. And so when she hears the name Nathan, she's like, uh-oh, alarm bells ringing here. But then she, Gail says to her, and he, oh yeah, he's, he's, whatever age it is and Shona's like oh that's that's younger than uh, my Nathan was because Gail is also under the impression that Nathan is younger than he actually is so basically it's misunderstanding it, misunderstanding Gail got the age wrong so Shona thinks that's Gail's okay ruined everything not, again. not my Nathan never mind um and that around that time as well Shona overhears Gail and Sarah talking about David planning to blow himself up with Clayton's prison van. So I think this was... Drama queen. Clayton was going to... Was um, been transferred to court or something like that. And and uh, he was... Yeah, he, he was uh, almost kind of suicidal around that point, well, wasn't he? Well, here we was... go. See, this is what I want to tell anybody here who's listening. You might feel down at the moment. Just think how sad David was at this point. And now imagine how Look happy he is at the moment. <laughs> and just think, good times are were, always just around the corner. There were some scenes of him scoping out <laughs> the prison and stuff, wasn't there? Which is actually round the back of one of the town halls in Manchester that we've seen, haven't we? I think we visited that um, that, that gate that he was going to blow up. But anyway, Shona overhears them talking about this. And then this causes her to reveal to Gail... My son is Clayton. So I don't want him to get blown up. I don't want him to get blown up by your son, thanks. Um, but they agree to keep each other's secrets. Shona refuses Gail's offer of £400 to leave the street. Why? And Why does she offer her money to go away? Because she doesn't want... She doesn't want somebody related to Clayton hanging oh. around, you know, David and everyone. offering people money to I know, she, away, she did she? that to Kylie, didn't she? When yeah. Kylie was going to marry David, she tried to buy her off then. But um, Nobody's ever given me money to go away, but I bet they wish they could. Nobody's given you any money to try and get away from me? No. M not my mum? She didn't, didn't try that one on you? No, no. Yeah. In fact, I've got quite more money you, for, for hanging around you. It's <laughs> well, been quite go. lucrative <laughs> for me. Um, Gail and Shona end up getting kind of a bit friendly... Um, because not like that because Gail helps Shona out around the cafe and... what a plot twist I know I know, I know. Um, so in May Shona discovers that Nathan 
is actually her Nathan, dodgy pedo oh, Nathan, no. and he's now grooming Bethany. Oh. Um, she tries to get him to stop, but that winds up with her getting attacked and left for dead by two of his lackeys in, in an alleyway. And I think this is the Britain's Got Talent week of that oh. year. She gets a ruptured spleen, she oh. gets a face right punched oh, in and everything, no. um, and, and, and winds up in hospital. When she gets out, though... Um, she helps David, Gary, and Sarah to rescue Bethany from Nathan from his from his um, tanning salon flat, and David decides to give the relationship with Shona a go. So Shona then reveals to David that she's Clayton's mum. Oh, brave move! I suppose she's got to at some point, but um, I, the, I think he he was um, she was there in a hospital bed after getting beaten up by um, Nathan's cronies, and there was a scene where David kind of. Uh, goes over and kisses her because he's starting to you know develop these feelings for her and everything and then as soon as she gets out of hospital she goes to Kylie's grave again I think we're to believe that she's been regularly visiting here to say sorry that my son killed you and all and so David finds out the truth he's like I'm not having this get out of Weatherfield and she does so Sarah and she and, says can I get that 400 quid off girl if I'm going yeah yeah I just pick that up on the way Sarah's the one that uh, tracks her down because it turns out there's not enough evidence about against Nathan when his case is coming to court so Sarah's like oh, we need to have Shona back because she can she can get she's got yeah. all the gossip on him she's got all the dirt on she Nathan knows, she, knows, she knows things so um it works anyway um David asks uh, Shona to stick around to help Bethany and um yeah are they are they um Date, I think like, I think they're dating now. Yeah, okay. by this time they are in a relationship. Uh-huh. So David and Shona, absolutely. So towards the end of the year, Dane shows up. So this is Dane Hibbs, um, Shona's ex, because she wins six thousand pounds on a scratch card. Yes, as you know, know we know we, we all know the story about that. We all know the story about just every Coronation Street character getting a windfall at some Love point it. in their life. I, that's what you got to be in it to win it though. If you if you expect to win money on the lottery but you're not playing it mm. more for you. I know there's lots of like crime and, and murders and hospital visits and, and, and yeah. serial killers and everything but yeah. there is the quite high probability of you getting a load of money just yeah. falling at your feet so yeah, you win some you lose some exactly so Shona wins some £6,000 Dane turns up wanting a piece of it David's like no go away this isn't nothing to do with you um and then Dane ends up locking himself in a car with Max and Lily, and he reveals to them that he's Clayton's dad. <gasps> I'm Clayton's dad. Yeah. So Ma- <gasps> Max, though, a sensible yeah. child he was back then, yeah. tells Shona, "You're not responsible for what your son did," and he gives her, her, and David his blessing. So good for him. Good for him. Oh. Um. So by the end of the year, Shona has moved into number eight Coronation Street and has stayed Which there is... on and off ever since. David's house, the Platts' house. Yes. Yes. Um, I was just looking at what you were well, listening to what you were saying about um, winning uh, the lottery and how extraordinary things happen all the time and people do like to complain including us about how um, unrealistic a lot of these things are but I was just thinking like imagine imagine like how boring the show would be if it's like and then Shona wins five pounds <laughs> on the lottery and then it turns out that her her ex-boyfriend is the one who's dating Bethany and he's actually all right to her but they end up breaking up because they disagree about baked beans versus spaghetti hoops so it can't be too realistic it it? can't be too realistic and then she saw a dog (laughs) (laughs) 
No, it's got to be extraordinary. Yeah. What happened and to show in 2018? Like what happened in 2018 when David is raped by Josh Tucker and he goes, he completely breaks down. He avoids all forms of intimacy with Shona. Then he breaks up with her and says, I've fallen out of love with you. Um, it like as you would expect, it like really knocks him for six, yeah. doesn't it? And he he withdraws. You know he, do, he, he doesn't he, know how to cope with it at all. No, no. Shona moves in with Roy and Carla, but she thinks he's suffering from um, post traumatic tre- stress about Carly's death because she doesn't know hmm. about this secret that he's got. So she's yeah she's confused about why he's treating her this way. Mm. This is around this time when um, Emma showed up as well, wasn't it? Because David he just can't cope. He doesn't know what to do. He he's still trying to you know make sense of it himself, and he, he so he's like pushes away all you know everyone who should be there to try and help him. If only they knew what happens. But he also ends up. Um, copping off with with Emma, doesn't he, on her first appearance. I can't remember too much about David's entire personal history, but it did strike me when I was reading back through this, because this isn't the history of David, it's the history of of Shona, that suddenly after... Show is. After what happens with him... Sorry, it's been a while. With Josh, he does become... he, He start. I think he becomes a bit more... He cheats on Shona... Mm. quite a few times or kisses like even recently we've seen him yeah and that didn't ever seem to is this like something i'm making up or was there like a really watershed moment here with his personality changing forever yeah maybe because he is a yeah he, he's you know because i wouldn't have said before copped off with a, or tried to cop off or did cop off with Alina at some point yes. and obviously the kiss with maria recently i wouldn't have said before then he was that kind of character but he suddenly mm. has has, I don't think that was a conscious I'm, decision by Coronation Street, but it's one of those things. If you look back, it's kind of interesting. Mm. So she, so he, as you said, when Emma Brooker comes into the show, I think the first episode is her sleeping with David Platt. Yeah, and um, she's a bit gutted about this because obviously she was going out with him yeah. not that long ago. Um, so this is the year when Aiden kills himself and David then opens up after this to Shona about his mental health struggles and what's caused them and then they reunite. Um, she has to support him because he's gone to, he's got been put on trial for attacking Gary Windass, probably beating him to, to within an inch of his life knowing Gary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shona tracks down Deck Lonsdale who is another of Josh's victims and tells Alia about what kind of guy he is, because Alia's dating this him, mm. Deck. Josh. No, no, Alia is Josh. De- dating Josh. I yeah. thought I didn't recognise Deck. Deck. <laughs> David proposes to Shona, but she thinks that he's still traumatised and not doing it for the right reason, so she turns him down. Oh, shucks. So, um, 2019 started off very nicely for Julia Goulding, off show. This is when she married her fiance. She got she got spliced to a primary school teacher. So is this what you like, Julia? So solidarity. Much? You feel like you might be in with a child. With ben Silver. If it, it all goes wrong with me, me and you, and Julia and Ben, mm. you think she's got a thing for teachers, primary school teachers? Oh yeah, yeah. We've got a really nice bunch. We, yeah, we're lovely. Very selfless. Lovely. So she's I, I, I just I love for what I've heard about their um romance, romance as well because uh not to be too uh, m- much like us as well, <laughs> I have to say. Shown sorry, Julia told <laughs> Ben that she would marry him a week after their first date. And I, I, I remember us two at university getting together and I don't know whether a week It was two weeks. It was it was pretty soon when we kind of 
always knew that we were going to get married, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and we actually did, so it can happen, it can happen. And um, and, and it wasn't When just the people like, speak about the great romances of history, they always talk about me and you and, 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 and Julia, uh, Julia and Ben. And Ben yeah. Silva, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then they got married in the, on the Manchester's Albert Hall as well, so very lovely. She said she always wanted to get married on a stage. Oh, so she much. did. I know. She's so fun. Anyway, so sorry, that's not Shona. That's just Julia starting off the year with a bit of a bang, um, and on the honeymoon night. Um, so, no. so Dane dies of a drugs overdose in early 2019, uh, and Shona ends up having to visit Clayton to tell him the news to break the news. That's that, her dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Clayton says, oh, "Mum, prison's not a, not as all it's cracked up to me. I keep getting beaten up and everything." Get much like Max recently, yeah. Um, and he's he's said, please, you got to help me. I need to get moved, get me moved to a, an open prison or something. Or if if you can't do that, I need you to be my drugs mule so that I can I can get on the bully's side. So he's saying, can you yeah smuggle some drugs into the prison for me, and I'll use that to curry their favour. And she's like, uh, no, I don't think so. And then Clayton gets beaten up again. Um, he, he was right he, he was he was so then we have Dane's funeral and that was a great episode because um, this is the first time we, that we saw Macca Clayton's half brother for a little while and uh, they staged this escape don't they yeah it was just like what happened with Terry Duck I was just thinking that I love a good escapee criminal on Coronation yep. Street and, um, and Harvey more recently as well but this was a proper like I suppose it was more like Terry wasn't it because uh, when he just off you know Julia again. won't mind. She she's sure she's she not gonna She knows she knows this. this. Might do. I wouldn't listen to I wouldn't listen to it. Why? I'd be scared to listen to somebody talking. So one of about our me. listeners needs to do a Gemma Cox character profile. Oh no. <laughs> I'll give you the I'll give you all no, the No, I've uh, heard I've heard enough about, about myself to know that. No, when when Terry Duckworth got married to um to to Lisa Horton, um it was he was getting they were getting a photograph weren't they and Vera was saying oh go on take his his cuffs off just for the photograph and then he he does a runner and and this is quite similar as well they're all there around the around the grave and um they have a little scuffle don't they and a punch up and uh yeah uh, Clayton ends up you know running over the hills and far away um and then that um ends up going to a um really fun fun is that the right word I don't know memorable siege hostage kind of situation because Clayton ends up getting into Shona's car one day whilst on the run and's like right you drive me to this derelict house that I know and when she gets the chance she rings the police to say help I'm being I'm being held hostage here by my son um, and also he wants to give himself up apparently so the police come round to this house surround it Clayton then holds a knife to his mum's, his own mum's throat and says, right, I want £10,000, otherwise I'm going to kill my mum. What a nasty piece of work this Clayton Hibbs is, honestly. £10,000? Yeah. No. £400 to leave Weatherfield, and that's my final offer. (laughs) So during this standoff, um, he admits to Shona as well, yeah, actually, you know, I was the prison drug runner there, and Dane, my dad, had been bringing the drugs into prison for me. And ultimately, that's what led to Dane's death because he was he was smuggling in a bag of drugs in an intimate location. The bag bursts inside of him, and and that's what killed him. That, that so really, sentence. Dane's death is all because of Clayton. So it's one of the worst sentences I've ever heard in my life. Not very pleasant. There was lots of I think around this time, 
again, similar to Vera and Terry, I suppose, Shona would try and see the good in Clayton, wouldn't she? And she, like, hadn't given up on him. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll visit him. Because that that was um, what made the relationship between David and Shona so tricky in the early days. Because, well, he didn't want her fraternising with her, with his ex, well, his dead wife's killer. But she couldn't tear herself away from him. And I, I think I remember sometimes thinking, I wish that they would just, cut ties with Clayton because he's horrible and I don't didn't really enjoy the character and it was this story here that really showed just what a nasty piece of work he was not just to the viewers but to Shona as well so anyway um Shona ends up stabbing Clayton so that she can escape he returns to prison after his surgery and then Shona says you know what David I will I will marry you well no will you marry me so she's a She's a very modern girl and did the proposing herself. Um, do you remember the story yeah, about? Yeah, do. Or do you want to say this because you, you are you are a resident ghost fan expert. on the podcast? I prefer the word expert actually. <laughs> so yeah, this she she Julia was on this morning and she said this derelict house that they were in. Um, people thought that it was haunted. Yeah, the one that they filmed the siege in. She said uh, we were doing a take and the sound operators had to stop the take because there was a lot of whispering over the booms. So then they said, everyone, please be quiet. That kind of thing happened. And nobody had been talking at all. It was completely silent. All of the crew, everybody was watching the monitors. Everyone was silent. And there was this whispering. And apparently the guy who played Clayton was um, was quite scared. Yeah. It's Callum Harrison. Yeah. Uh, this, Exciting. When, when we went, there was a ghost. There was a ghost. Do you remember? When, when we went where? When we went to go watch the episodes... Um, Oh yeah, last summer when we went to yeah. see Coronation Street. Well, there's, there's Coronation, Coronation Street has got a long and proud history of haunted, haunted filming locations. I mean, particularly the Key Street Studios was allegedly um, had had a, there's, had a there's ghost. There's an episode of it. Ghost. Uh, what's Most the word? Haunted. Most haunted, and also the Inside Number Nine special, which is really good. Um, I want to know what was. And this is complete, complete whatever um what was there before the Coronation street set that's in media city was built on it it was probably just like industrial mm, I stuff know. i don't imagine any cool no. any cool murders happened <laughs> or anything but... but it was it was nice that the cory ghost followed them out on location anyway do you think it was the cory ghost or do you think it was a ghost that lived in the house and liked coronation street i might have been can you imagine how cool it would be if you if you're a ghost and you're all alone all the time. And you remember, you, you can't watch Coronation Street silly. anymore because nobody will turn the telly on for you. And you're like, I wonder what's going on in Coronation Street. I'll never know. And then they came and filmed. <laughs> no wonder they were blathering on all the way through. They were like, this is the most amazing. Can you be quiet, please? We're take, doing a take. Oh my God, I'm going to watch a take of Coronation Street. This is so cool. I don't know who this show now is, though. No, I don't know who these characters are. <laughs> it's not as good as when Will and Jack and Vera were in it, though. <laughs> anyway. Back to what happened to Shona. So she's she's um, engaged to, to David at this point, but then she breaks off the engagement when she thinks that David is having an affair with the new salon worker, Natalie. I remember, now, remember she's the one with the butterfly tattoo yeah. that Nick had been working with to um, nick all that money, that £80,000 from Audrey. Um, but David wasn't having it off with her. Natalie had just been flirting with him. And then... She accuses him of stalking her after he rejected her. So it was all a bit, a bit awkward there. David ends up telling the truth work about Natalie working with Nick to rob Audrey of the £80,000 in order to prove to Shona 
she not in, I'm not interested I'm not in, in her. I love you, Shona. Um, that was that was the the big Britain's Got Talent story of 2019, wasn't it? The whole reveal that Nick and Nick had stolen the money from Audrey. David finds out about it, and then they kind of collaborate together a little bit, don't they? And David ends up getting the one that is the one that gets sent to prison for a little stretch, doesn't it? And it all culminates in Lorraine Kelly getting shot in the ass. Now that's that's how it began. That's how it began. Oh, okay. Yeah, it starts off well. Yeah, so David's in prison. And around this time, Max, who's being looked after by Shona, starts to see more of his grandma, Marion. Oh, where's Marion now? Marion Logan. Huh? Yeah, I, I, I don't where's know. Where's Granny Marion now? Same place as Granny Spellman, I think. I bet Granny... Just sitting back going, not, not getting involved. I bet Nana Marion's sitting at home going, if, I, if that lad had been around me longer, he'd never be racist. Mm. Or maybe she's like, good. I'm glad because I was going to teach him all those things. I'm glad that somebody else did. Well, Marion was a teacher, wasn't she? I think I remember. Yeah, but was she a racist teacher? Probably not. No, no. <laughs> she, they even recast her for this storyline and everything, didn't they? So Marion accuses Shona of being unfit to look after Max. I mean, can anyone she... say she was wrong? Look yes. what's happened now. Shona's great. Look what's happened now! Oh, well. She, um, she tries to get custody of Max, but Max ultimately decides to stay at number eight with Shona. Um, and, and this is all around the time when Shona's starting to worry that she's letting Max get away with more than he should because she doesn't want to damage their relationship with another son. Um, she's also kind of guilty still that her son stabbed his mum to death. So she's a little bit mm, softly, softly with him. I mean, this and, is the sort of thing you read on the front of one of these women's magazines, you know. My my son killed my husband's yeah. wife and now <laughs> I'm raising... She could, yeah, she could get a His bit kid. of cash from that, couldn't she? But th- I think kids. this was... I don't know whether it was the beginnings, but the beginnings that we mentioned so far tonight, of Max being let allowed to get away with things. Because he'd had his ADHD diagnosis by this point and everything. And he was he was a bit of a tear away, but everyone was too scared to try and discipline him or tell him no or kind of try and teach him the, the better way of doing things. We haven't so. done a character profile on Max, have yeah, we? Yeah, we have, have done we? Max, yeah. Yeah, a while ago. I remember that very well. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, it was years ago. We probably should do it again at some point. Well, yeah, because I want to... Because he didn't he... He ended up with the gun, or was that somebody else? He, he, he did have Callum's a gun. He had gun. one of Callum's guns, yeah. So, anyway, um, I, I just so thought that naughty. was kind of, kind of interesting... Um, link there so this is the beginnings of max realizing he can get away with things and and now look Look what's what's happened happened. so really is it fair to say that it's shona's fault yeah i'd say so max has ended up where he is she should be in prison um now remember josh the one that raped david he ends up going to the same prison that david's held in Shrewsbury. It was filmed in Shrewsbury Prison, that's right. And there's a prison riot there. Very exciting stuff. Josh ends up getting stabbed and then lies that David was the one who stabbed him. Just like an, in an in act prison. of revenge there. Now, fortunately, and very um, conveniently for storyline purposes, Paul, yes. Mormon Paul, um, is... Um, kind of mates with the prison guard or something because he'd been in prison as well. And he's able to... He's able to convince Josh to change his statement by saying, oh, yeah, well, I know I know people in this prison and I'm going to have them make your life hell if you don't say that David didn't actually stab you. And that's... I, thinking back... Paul like, was quite rough. He, he was a little rough, but I can't imagine 
Paul doing anything like that now? And I think possibly even at the time it was like, oh no, no, Justin's going to be listening to anything that Paul says. But Paul, anyway. put your unicorn onesie off, onesie back on, and go <laughs> home and watch some telly. Yeah, go. So David um, is is let out of prison, and then on his return, he decides. You said you say just in time for the wedding, like they could have had it without him. Well, he yeah they. <laughs> He gets um, taken back by uh, Nick, doesn't he? And Wasn't he's it? like straight back to the street, back yeah. into the bistro. He literally runs runs through the street, doesn't he, or something? He's something changing like in a car. Something like that. And then he does a lovely speech about donuts and holes in part of his wedding vows. Keep your eyes upon the donut yeah, and not, not upon, upon the, the hole. hole. Exactly, classic. Every yeah. hole. Um, so yeah, so so <laughs> then David David says that he's going to adopt Max, and Shona says that she's going to adopt Max and Lily as well. So then they're proper family. But tragedy strikes no. in Christmas 2019. Yeah, this is when they have the having the winter wonderland in Brewery Lane, but also having another armed siege in Coronation uh-huh. Street, which are happening with increasing frequency in uh, recent years. I have to say, and old Derek, who's uh, an old ex lone shark victim of Gary uh. ends up climbing up a helter skelter and shooting and gets and shown to get shot in a box. Shot in a box. Shot in a box. Shot in a box. Poor Shona. She has a cardiac arrest while oh she's dear. being treated in hospital and falls into a coma. And that's the last we see of her in 2019. Things aren't looking too healthy for her. Of course, this is okay because it's just Julia Goulding getting ready for her first she's maternity fine. leave. She's okay. Yeah, yeah. 2020, Gemma. Yeah. Yeah. You're about to just, tell us all about it. I know, but I was just... Um, I saw something about Shrewsbury Prison recently. I think I've deleted it. But they're doing some filming soon. So they've, they're closing. I wonder if it's anything to do with Corey. Possibly. Possibly. Possibly not, because Possibly. Other, other, other places, places do... Loads, loads and loads of... Happy Valley just had some scenes filmed yes. at Shrewsbury Prison recently, didn't If they? you go to Shrewsbury Prison, it will ruin anything to do with prisons in television. <laughs> because you'll recognise you know it. So. And that's why, if you watch TV with prisons, you probably think to yourself, it's funny how all prisons look the same, isn't it? No, they don't. They <laughs> just, just all filmed film in the same there. place. And what was that one that had... Short, was it Sean Bean recently? Time, was that one? I don't know. That was filmed there. Oh, they it? just filmed everything there. Okay, right. A bunch of sellouts at Shrewsbury Prison. <laughs> um, and they also do ghost tours, by the way. Um, 2020, uh, Shona is com- is improving uh, in, in hospital. In that she in wakes coma. up from her coma. Dave is quite relieved. She has a breathing tube removed. Oh, there was a really great scene there. Do you remember when David's like worried about Shona and thinks she's going to... Um, Die. She's going to... Uh, yeah. Yeah, cop it, and then he he they they detubify her, don't they? And he has like a little breakdown in the in the hospital corridor, like corridor, saying, "Oh, she's gonna be okay." Oh, no. Lovely stuff. Uh, they, they, when those scenes were filmed, and she was in hospital, she had to go onto Twitter to say that she'd had lip fillers done for the scenes because she had it looked like she had puffy lips. I think it was just like the angle that they shot at her, and she she had to say, "No, that was just my normal lips." Although I did have a massive cold sore when I filmed those scenes, so. Good for you for keeping on going. Um, a week later, she opens her eyes, but she's lost her memories. And oh. she thinks um, Max is Clayton because she doesn't know time's passed and she doesn't even remember being in on the street. And so she gets moved to a specialist unit in Leeds so that the actress who plays her can have a baby. Baby Franklin. Um, and and as we, and, and a short maternity leave as well. One of, one of the best covered up maternity leaves that we've seen in Coronation Street because often they'll just you know shove the character away and say visiting sick mum and then 
come back, you know, any time between six to 12 months later. But um, even when Shona was away from the programme, she still made kind of semi-ish mini regular appearances because I think they filmed a couple of scenes before she went of like her in the in the hospital in Leeds and everything. So it was very smoothly done. David carries on visiting Shona in Leeds, but she doesn't know who the hell he is and she doesn't want to see him. She wants to see Clayton. And then she asks for a divorce. And so David gets depressed and he tries to take Alina to bed. And she says, no, you're you're married with children, she says. (laughs) Yes, Alina, I think she changes her morals somewhat before before Tyrone comes around. I didn't, I I don't want to sleep with you because you have children and a wife. And then you're like, Alina, Alina, you you know you're going to shag Tyrone there. Okay, I don't want to be mean, but I think David Platt is not as beautiful as Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone is just so handsome, I can't resist him. Anyway. Yeah, poor Shona, she just like... She, she doesn't bat- know what's battling going battling through 2020. Like, this guy who says that he's my husband, and, you know, there's evidence and there's photographs and everything that I shared my life with him, but I've just got no memory, memory of who, who How he is. How creepy would it be? I know. I've read real life stories where this happens, where you wake up and you're like, I don't know what... I don't know who you are. It's funny because it also it. it also does seem like massively soapy and unrealistic, doesn't it? I think at the time when we were watching it, I was thinking, you don't really get amnesia in real life, do you? You don't forget things like this. Well, apparently so you do. Like, I still can't. I need to meet somebody that this has happened to because I, I think it's I think it's made up. Well, I did. <laughs> I'm an expert in psychology because I did an A-level You did do an A-level in psychology. And my favourite part of it was abnormal psychology and we learned a lot about memories and um, people that have memory disorders. It's like, honestly, it's one of the scariest things to me. Yeah, your brain is a a funny old thing, isn't it? Well, there's this really tragic story about a guy who had no way to store memories in his long-term memory. So he only had memories of up to whatever. I think he had some kind of virus. Oh. And um, I think it's actually a coastal virus, so watch out. Oh yeah, watch she... out. Mm. So anyway, it's a combination of the two, he... shot in a box and the coastal. He could never, he could never transfer memories to his long term memory. So he only had short term memory, and that's like two to three minutes long. So he just, he had a diary he kept in his in his room, and he just, it's just full of stuff like, oh, I've just woken up for the first time. I don't, I don't remember being conscious, and somebody's written in here, and this is all wrong. And then that's been crossed out. And then it's like, I'm awake. I, I can I can imagine, I can, I, I have never been awake before. But somebody's been writing in here all these things that aren't true. Mm. I mean, they, they, Coronation Street did work with yeah. charities and, and, and things went to, to make this story, uh, you know, not well, as completely we all unrealistic. Know, it can't but... be completely 100% realistic because if if real life was that much fun, we wouldn't have fiction, would we? Very true. How about it's just, I, Amnesia is such a commonly used yes, plot device in like anime so and video games anymore. and things. That it... I think it used to be more... It's kind of like quicksand. Yeah. No, it I... used to be more of a problem <laughs> back in the day, but now I think we've 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 moved on, haven't we? <laughs> but um, I, I approve of it in this storyline because it has changed Shona into somebody... I think it's quite interesting. So anyway, she's struggling with her memories and um, she she gets a visit with Clayton um, 
Is he in prison? Yeah, he's in prison. So he's, she's, she, he's been yes, sent that's out right. for 15 she, years. So she goes in there and she, she doesn't even recognise him anymore because she still thinks he's a child. And Clayton uh, t- tries to take advantage of the fact that she's vulnerable because she can't can't remember. And um, she start, he starts telling her that David was drunk and violent. He's trying to get her to bring stuff in, smuggle stuff in for him. And she has a caseworker who's looking after her. And um, the, this caseworker intervenes and then Clayton insults them and uh, Shona has to leave and she's distraught because it's just... Mm. Imagine if you lost your memory, but you were sure of one thing, that you loved your son and you want to see him again. And then even that's wrong. Mm. How awful. So she goes... Um, Sarah manages to convince Shona to come to Coronation Street with her caseworker as a supervised... Um, supervised visits to see if she'll have any anything, yeah. and and she is thrown because she remembers where the tea bags are kept and i think I, at the time i remember watching this going who would have ever guessed that the tea bags were in a tin above the kettle <laughs> i think it's just like an innate sense that all brits have isn't it everyone like if you go into a house you can just it's like you, you'd sense the tea what's it called it's dowsing yeah. we have like our fingers like dowsing works for tea bags <laughs> like tingles as you get closer and closer <laughs> So uh, David suggests to Roy that Shona should stay with him. So Roy and Shona agree with that and say that she moves in there. And David is um, is noticing that her personality has completely changed and she's got no filter on anything she says. And she is trying to get back to, to her old life. So she tries to seduce David, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah, well, she, she's being told... He's your, your husband. husband, you love him. And she kind right, of tries okay. to kickstart it by saying, well, come to bed then. And he's like, no, I can't. Because with the, not... the way that David kind of saw her, she'd been almost infantilised a little bit, hadn't yeah. she? She like, massively regressed in terms of maturity. Like you said, she had no filter. And this was a brand new Shona that we were seeing. And, it would be creepy and weird. It'd be like, yeah, it'd be like sleeping with somebody... He, who's taking over your wife's body. Yeah, she she didn't know what she was doing or saying. She's very and as much as David wanted things to be able to, to go back to how they could be, he knew that it couldn't happen quite as quickly as that. No. This this was all because this was in like mid-2020 as well, in, in the middle of COVID. But we can't they, have sex with each other, it's COVID. I know. Um, they, yeah, they, they couldn't have very many scenes, intimate scenes, or close scenes together. Wasn't there a scene where Shona was... Leaning out the window over the cafe, and David was on the street, and there were a few like nice moments like that. But well, David's struggling with this personality change, and so they the sinkhole appears. The saga. Oh yes, that's when that happened as well. So they have to go to Chariot Square, um, and so they have a good time there. And then she, Shona says, "Can we please go back to Number Eight? I want to move in with you. Um, I don't want you to sell the house." to Ray Crosby, which is... Yeah, Ray was trying to buy up all the properties yeah. on that side of the street at the time, but David tries to refuse um, by saying... Well, he saying, well, does gonna... refuse. Yeah, yeah, he, he says, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not selling because I want to... want to move in with Shona. Yeah, have my and he, I think they all, he also... It was also the idea that anything could disrupt her getting her memory back, so mm. they don't want to move away because then she wouldn't have anything, anything familiar to hook. Yeah, he was just to. desperately hoping that She'll the old Shona back. would come and all the memories would... And I don't know where we even are with that at the no, moment. No, I know. Like, her She's personality enigma, has definitely mellowed. mellowed out since then. But yeah. I honestly, I don't remember... I don't think she's back. ...how much she remembers of their first couple of years together. It's really fascinating, honestly. I would love to explore Shona's character a bit more. Um, but she's very eccentric, isn't she? New Shona is... Um, 
sometimes pushes the the believability of this uh, condition that she's got. But I think this is great. I know lots of, lots of people, their mileage may vary on this, but I'm full 100% behind uh, um, eccentric Shona. So she invites a bunch of strangers to Audrey's 80th birthday party. There's a guy who's really arrogant and she cuts his top knot off. Oh yeah, it's like a model, wasn't it, that came it's to this... Tarquin or something. No, Hugo, he oh, was okay. called. Well, yeah, sorry, he comes Tarquins. To, comes to the, uh, to the, to the trim up any, north. Have we got any Tarquins listening or any Hugos? Um, and she also blurts out to Aaron about the fact that David had been raped, which is not appropriate. And uh, she also... Very poor, um, uh, very bad judgment. She steals Ray's keys and she goes in the bistro with Simon and and gets drunk. <laughs> was that the, the the poor judgment that Simon hanging was her Simon. choice of drinking buddy there? I don't know why she's hanging out with Simon. I think because because she was almost acting like a teenager again, wasn't yeah. it? It was, it was almost like that they were a similar age and right. he, he she just wanted to have fun and, and I and guess maybe he did as well, you know, you know. Party animal Simon Barlow. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, I, I can't remember, but if I had been locked in the bistro with Simon, I think I would turn to drink quite early on. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Ray tell Ray finds out about this, and he says d- to David, "Unless you drop your opposition to this development, I'm going to take the footage of her underage drinking session and break in." Was it underage? I can't well, remember. She wasn't underage. No, Simon. Um. I don't know. I don't think they count mental age. Otherwise, <laughs> half the country would be allowed to drink. So um, he, I'm going to take this footage to the police and get her in trouble. So David tells Shona, this is too much for me. This marriage is not working. Um, but then he goes back on it and they have a really nice reenactment of the wedding. Um, oh, yeah, that was a Christmas day. At Christmas day. wasn't it? And this was, um, we had... Yeah, in the factory with streamers yeah. and Lillian like, Max were there. Like fa- fairy lights and everything, yeah. And it's just the four of them. And, they reenact with with the white creepy paper. With oh yeah, with the um with the quote of the donut quote and everything. It was lovely. Yeah, it then, was. And then they go outside and it starts show snowing again and yeah. Um, this followed Daisy and and flirting with David and annoying Shona. Oh yeah, I think that's one of the things that spurred them on to go and go and redo this See, wedding. What I was saying before lovely. about. Um, David like cheating on her a lot I think a lot of it was also this kind of thing like with that um, the butterfly girl what's her name Natalie Natalie and uh, Daisy flirting with David I'm not sure how much he reciprocated but I don't think he particularly did that much I remember ever say David's a flirty guy no not really because even if you think about him and Maria He's such um he's such a sarcastic and uh, childish kind of guy that even with hanging around a beautiful woman for so long, he just dissolves devolves into like a brother sister mm. kind of snipey relationship, he's, which is fun. He's I, not I, he doesn't sound to strike me as one of these guys that goes out on the pool or anything. I, I'm trying to remember like when he start, first got together with Kylie, it was a case of he went on holiday and then came back with her, didn't yeah. he? He he got to know Shona because. She went up to him in the in that bar, so yeah, he's he's. I think he's just like very, very chill cool and, laid and, back. and happy with his own company, I suppose. Yeah. And and if some lovely lady comes up to him, then quite yeah, good why luck not? with that, hasn't he? Over the years, he, really. he does, he does, yeah. So anyway, that's kind of the the end of twenty twenty. David for, Platt for never a cold bed. No, exactly. Um, twenty twenty one. From this point onwards, we start to see a lot less Shona. But also a lot more shown because 2022, she was the most, she was the number one yep. featured character in the whole year. But th- she's not, she's just not 
seemed like she's, she's had an awful in, lot to do. She's always in it because she's, she's in always in Roy's. Looking for a looking for a story. Mm. But the whole of the Platt <laughs> saga has kind of petered out a little bit in the past few years, and it seems like maybe with all this Max stuff recently, it's starting to come back. But yeah, she it's it's been so funny having so little Platts after many years of wall to wall plattiness. Well, wouldn't would you say that it's it's fair? It's a fair assessment that Shona sort of joining the family was kind of the beginning of the decline of the Platts as a, as a very central family. In a not, way. Not, it's not because of her character, but you can definitely say, you know, there was there was a time where Platt, it was all Platt all the time. They were the peak family. They yeah. were, and it was interesting because they weren't what you would call the, the traditional main family of the street, which is more like the Barlows. Yeah. Well, it was, it was in like 2017, I think, that Kate Oates, the producer then, brought in um, Daniel um, Osborne and brought Peter Barlow back, I think. And Adam? Re- I can't remember if you... Oh, yeah, ma- oh, no, yeah, maybe it was Adam that came back and Peter, Peter was already there, I can't remember. But anyway, it was that that was what pushed the Barlows back, back into, into the, the being the main family of the street and the Barlows and the Platts then took a bit of a, of a back seat and they we haven't seen as much of them since. I mean, we did, we did have all the stuff with, you know, the rape and everything, but... Yeah, in the last couple of years, they've just not had as much to do, which means we've not seen as much. Well, Shona. it's definitely there was... it, it was definitely a sort of downward, uh, if you know, a graph mm. where where yeah, they weren't having the big like central story like the Callum drug stuff. That was their biggest story in mo- in modern times. Yeah, and then it kind of declined a bit and a bit more, and it's got to the stage where, for the past couple of years. They haven't really been in it that much. No, but I think now that Max is old enough to have his own storylines, we're we're starting to see a bit yes, of an upturn. I think that's in them. true. And I think you know Lily is I don't know old. She is now ten. Twenty five. So what? <laughs> so I think that once she starts getting stories, but even that might not be for another three or four years. Possibly. I really quite like Lily. <laughs> um, maybe we'll start to see more of them then, but I hope we get to see them more. But anyway, Sorry, let, let's get to the end. No, no, it's fine. I'm just warning everybody that we're going to probably be rushing quite quickly through the next few years. There was a really interesting episode midway through 2021 that starts off yes. with Shona running into the, the, the lounge of number eight and it's supposed to be in the middle of the night or very, very early in the morning. She's saying, I've, I've hit someone, I've hit someone in the car. And I remember watching the episode again. Have we, have we missed something? What's, what's going on? Did we not on? watch we, the we last didn't... episode? Yeah, exactly. But it was just a, it was a really different well, way to yeah, start like, like throwing that. you straight into the drama. And it all tied into this residence parking scheme story that had been playing out for a few weeks beforehand. And um, when... Inkerman Street, Street got um, got um, residence park residence parking. Permits. So yeah, so then everyone started parking on Coronation Street, and they were all fighting for spaces, even though they don't usually have cars unless they need them. The characters. Who so. would have thought that Weatherfield has been um, trialing the fifteen-minute city concept for <laughs> the past sixty-one years? So so what had happened was Shona had ended up going out in the middle of the night, reversing the car to try and move it to a prime spot, and ends up hitting Todd. And uh, that's that's who the the and then and then not just does a drive drives off again. 
She's done three bad things here, hasn't she? She hits Todd. Yeah. She wasn't actually allowed to drive because since yeah. her um, accident hedge, and everything hedge and head trauma and, and everything, she, yeah, it kind of means you're not allowed to drive anymore. And yeah, then she drove off again without yeah. him, tried to cover it up and everything. Um, Naughty. David says, well, look, I can't have you going to prison or anything for this, so tries to hide the car. But then when it's found, he's arrested for perverting the course of justice. So he did three wrong things. Yeah, he did, yeah. Because he was allowed to drive. But he wasn't allowed to hit Todd. He wasn't allowed to drive off and he wasn't try- allowed to hide the car. No, he wasn't. Sarah has a go... And lie about it. So Sarah has, has to um, have a go at Todd to say, look, can you just drop the charges or whatever? So Or, or change your statement or whatever. So Todd gives a false statement that exonerates He's like, I thought David. I was run over by a car, but it turns out it was just a really bad I dream. I can't remember what it was that he said, but thanks to Sarah, David gets away with that one. It was just a dog that looked at me funny. Shona, by the end of 2021, starts to worry that Max is getting a bit out of control. No. And David's turning a blind eye to it. It'll be fine. Um, and then also, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of Shona this year, but we did have one of Shona's best ever moments when she, uh, during the Horonation Street saga, goes down into the sewers <gasps> to help rescue Jenny. And uh, I love that they were the one that picked Shona for that. I mean, Abby's usually the go-to hero on Coronation yeah. Street, isn't she? She was but being, Shona she was trying was, to shoot up a child. Shona is, because she... She didn't have a filter. She doesn't always think before she acts. In many ways, she was... Yeah, impulsive, that's it. She was perfect for saying, well, I'm going down there to go and help fish her out again. Mm -hmm. And um, I just thought that was brilliant because I love that episode and um, I love that they they involve Shona. Great performance, great stunt work and also that really sad bit where, you know, Jenny's screaming for Johnny who's just drowned and Shona's there trying to comfort her. Giving her a hug. I would actually... And it, you, Johnny basically is like he's never existed now on Coronation Street. But I would kind of really like a, a, a revisit, a moment maybe this Halloween, where they just kind of exchange a look like they both remember mm, yeah, because that was really traumatic, and yeah. and now they're bonded forever because that was a big thing to go through. Yeah. But it's just one of many. And, 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 and what a brilliant scene as well Characters. with all the all the practical effects and everything that they employed to do the yes. below the below the streets of Weatherfield. Oh, it was just brilliant. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So anyway, that, that's all I've got for China for 2021. And, um, and that takes us into last year, Gemma. Well, the most important thing that happened was that she got a job at the cabin, which she's not bothered to go to. I've got a feeling since doing these notes that it was only supposed to be a temporary what. Uh, job at the cabin while Brian and Kathy are in Cornwall. Well, they go away on holiday and Shona gets taken out of the cabin and she ingratiates herself to Rita because there's this annoying delivery man who always talks for ages to mm. Rita and um, she tells him he's boring. And Shona does, yeah. Shona and Rita's uh, like, oh, thanks so her. much. I've been, I've, I've been listening to this guy's stories for the best part of 25 years, so cheers for getting poor, rid of him for me. Poor bloke. What's he going to do now? <laughs> so she tries to get... Shona tries to get Rita and Audrey to make up again because they fall out when Audrey drives into Rita's car because she's got cataracts. But it doesn't work because Audrey can see right through her even though she can't actually see her in person. Yes. Then there's a fight between Max and some bullies and Shona intervenes and she gets bopped on the nose. <laughs> gets bloodied nose, doesn't she? Uh, she's still worried about Audrey um, so she keeps an eye on her when she starts becoming a drunk. This is basically what they use Shona for in 22, don't they? Just hanging around around Audrey and Rita for a bit, yeah. My my biggest... If you say Shona to me, immediately in my mind, the image is conjured of Shona with an apron on and a tea towel in her hand, 
wiping something and watching other people doing things, mm. which, um, you know, it's fair enough. There's, there's but plenty of... But, but also making sarky comments about yes. them. There's plenty of characters in Coronation Street over the years who've been massive part of the show for a long, long time who actually don't really have that many big of big storylines of their own and, and then just kind of watching other people. You know, think of Norris, for example. Mm. He's a good example of, of that kind of character where yeah. he's had some some fairly big stories, but on the whole, he's he was just a almost reader... Um, Watcher insert. I have a I have a riddle for you. Go on, then. What is the relationship between Shona and Norris? I don't know. In would... terms of name. What? No, I don't know. Shona's maiden name, Ramsey. Oh, Ramsey's brother. Ramsey is Norris's brother. Yeah. Wow. Seven degrees separation or something. Is that how it I works? Don't know. <laughs> and how do they know so, Kevin Bacon again? I, I don't. So anyway, that, that's, oh, that's basically twenty twenty three. Um, she's gone off to take Lily to a football training camp. And now she's back. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah, she is. so she, um, Julie Goulding went off on maternity leave again. Um, and I think towards the tail end of last year, she gave birth to her um, second child, um, her daughter, Emmeline. And now she's back again. So I, I really hope that this is going to be the year that they throw something massive at Julia Goulding. She's going to be quite busy with a baby, I would say. She probably would like to I take know, a year. I know, especially with a primary school teacher husband, because I, I don't How know. would you cope with that? If understand. he's a super a superhuman, then maybe he's got time to, to look after a baby I as well. But I don't know. I don't know how he'd do it, Ben, honestly. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's it for Shona, really. And um, I, I just think that she's this untapped potential. Not that she's, you know, she's the she's 98th most featured character in Coronation Street ever. But it, she hasn't had that yeah. one big long storyline she could definitely do she it. could absolutely handle and if, if if for anybody that doesn't realize it already prove what an amazing actress julia goulding is what a charming charismatic witty she's got brilliant comedic timing she's she can do the great. drama amazingly so i think that just giving her you know one of the a storylines for the year is just what she needs. So what you're telling me is that you are very excited about the potential for us to give Julia Goulding Wellfield Waterworks Award for 2023. I don't, that's the thing. That is the only thing. Because, because it, what I'm, happens I'm afraid to the leading ladies Coronation of Coronation Street, Street? If you're if you're an actress on Coronation Street and you get given a big story, you're going to be dehydrated. I know, that's the thing. They did it to Bethany, they did it to Emma, they did it to Abby, they did it to Rana. Toya. Uh, Toya last year. And so far, Shona has avoided that, hasn't she? Having the tragedy upon tragedy thrown at her. And I I don't know what the story would be, but I just I want her to have the, the big, big A story of the year without them ruining the character by just giving her all this, you know grief porn basically I don't know I don't know what the story would be but I, I, I just I just know that she'd be able to cope with it because she's just so absolutely brilliant and it would also mean that David gets brought back into the show more because he's definitely been on the sidelines a little bit recently even even just recent stuff we've seen um, with Max has helped remind the viewers hopefully what an amazing talent Jack P Shepard is so I, I I just want this year to be the, the year of the Pats. 
again. I I'm definitely en- enjoying the right wing storyline with Max and David, and I it's good that Jack Pichet is getting a meteor role after a few years of kind of being a background character in a sense. But my I will say my least favorite David is Dad David. I know. And it's really, it is very, it's a good idea for them to have done this with David, but I don't feel like we're getting pulled, it's not, I don't feel like we're getting enough of the recognition of the fact that David's completely out of his depth. I know that it kind of goes without saying in in a way, but it does feel a bit like David's just been so full of bravado and confidence and sarcasm and laughing at everybody for all these years. And now he's being proven you know that he actually doesn't know what he's doing either and the consequences for that are actually a lot worse than he could ever have imagined mm. and i don't think there's been a real proper recognition i don't know maybe i maybe i'm being a bit harsher but i am also looking forward to this storyline being over so we can kind of get back to sarcastic dark david who is really funny and also yeah. the relationship between shona and david um it, I've enjoyed the comedic side of that coming out over the past um, yeah, year I mean, or so. Like, like with Dev, who's really flourished now that Adi and Asha have you know, come grown of age and grown up and, and he can be in embarrassing dad mode. Yeah. David and Shona being embarrassing parents to Max has been a joy to watch in this last year. Especially like when um, he was dating Lauren, you remember, um, towards the end of last yes. year. And, and, and she's like, I love Lauren. Yeah, she's like, I love Lauren. So she's, I just, I think, and we've also had the pleasure of seeing Julia perform because we watched the scene with her, um, yes. with, with Dee Dee, and it was Max and David mm. Coming out, I don't even think that scene got used. No, that doesn't. We we've seen an un, unaired scene. But of watching Shona her perform, she I can see why she's so she's well. She's so, so vivacious. She's so full of energy. She she just Sparky. buoyed everybody up. She was funny. She yeah. made jokes. She was, but she was like straight on it when it was time to yeah. perform. And that was when they were being directed by, by Reece Dinsdale. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was um, Joe McIntyre. Joe McIntyre. So you know, Jack P. Shepherd had worked with this yeah. um, director when he was an actor on the yeah. show. So that was a really interesting dynamic as well. She She's just a joy. I think yeah. um, the character of Shona, I've, 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 she's grown on me year and year and year. Shona's grown her. Yeah, all right. I think, hopefully, I that, there I are that... still year on year to come as well because she's, she's now been in the show about as long as Kylie had been in it or maybe it's even more now and obviously the number of episodes is overtaken as well. So... When you think back to David's relationships, and and mm-hmm. there was a long, there were long periods of time when David and Kylie had split up. Yeah. So so actually, Shona is longest David's longest relationship, and I still don't like. I love them together as a comedy couple, but I still just do not understand them as a couple. Oh, I just I, I just th- don't I think, think there's anything j- between them. Oh, I don't get. It. I think they gel perfectly like, because they're both they're both so. It's the wit, it's the 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 humour. I think that they're just they they seem so relaxed in each other's presence. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but I, I think that that's that's also a Julia Goulding and Jack me, P. Shepherd thing. I feel like they skipped all the way to that, um, and there was no not that I want this kind of stuff or care about this, but it, it felt like there's some passion missing. There's like that the romance and the and the gooey eyes and the snogging it was n- but not all relationships i think they're no, just... not all relationships are like that but i feel like we're like they feel like you and me like we <laughs> like yeah but we get we get on really well and stuff yeah 
they, 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 like, they come oh, across as great what, mates. Don't what they? passionate romance that is! That I love that conversation <laughs> street podcast because they're always stopping to have a snog. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just feels like yeah, they're they're like a family to to each other. Yeah. No, I see what and you it, mean. And it's not quite the same as David and Maria's relationship, which feels very much like a sibling relationship. Mm. But I, right I, up until he tried to kiss her. I, I think that even Dead though we dog. maybe don't have that side for them, but I don't, yeah. we do see so much of them as a couple compared to some like others. They partnership. They, they, they do. They're a, they're a really great double act. And Coronation Street double acts are not as easy to come by these days as they used to be. They're very hard but, to manufacture. But David and Sean, you, you exactly, you can't. Yeah. You can't manufacture these things. Like, you know, Thelma Barlow and... and um, Peter, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, Peter Baldwin, who played um, D- Derek and Mavis, they were just they were perfect together, weren't they? And 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 Thelma yeah, and, and I see what you mean. And thingy and thingy, Barbara Knox. You know, forgot her name. You, you can't. You just can't manufacture these things. But with those two, they just absolutely struck gold, and they work so. There's perfectly definitely chemistry together. between them. Mega but I don't chemistry, think it's but not, sexual. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But I don't. I don't care. But. Yeah, I think that unlike some other characters, like, say, Sarah Louise and Adam, or Gary and Maria, it feels like with those characters, they just kind of throw them in one the one or other well, story, buy... and then they disappear, and never we don't see them again. Well, months, I buy but... Maria and Gary a lot more. I, think I do a little bit more now, yeah, they have. Time into, that, into those characters Still not convinced. the past couple of years. Not convinced about a... Sarah Louise and, and Adam, but... No, I, I think that because of the family dynamic and, you know, Gail and Audrey and everyone still being around, we've we've seen much more of David and Shona just at home doing yes, home true. things. You never see it. You rarely see Adam and Sarah at yeah. home. They're always in the pub or in the factory. Mm. And I think it's partly to do with the fact that they live on Coronation Street, whereas Sarah and Adam are in one of the, um, know, one of the Victoria Court flats and everything. I but... don't get why that makes a difference. Because they've all got I, sets. yeah. I just, I just think the home life of Shona and David is is a real asset to them. But you know, the same, the same way like Tyrone and Fizz, you yeah. see a lot more of them in their house, in their house mm. together. And, and that's what Coronation Street should be about. Yeah, home people at Kitchen home sink doing drama. exactly it is. It's not about let's see them all how they're doing at Business the beach or whatever. <laughs> I like seeing these characters at home. But I mean, as much as I complain about them seemingly underusing Shona sometimes, in my opinion. I would like to think that there's still plenty more years of Shona to come. Oh, I will she's watch already, her forever. She, she's already, you know, overtaken um, Paula Lane, I, I believe, like I said. And and Julia Goulding has said, you know, she's implied that she wants to stay on the show for a long time. I'll, and I don't know whether she, that's... I'm going to allow it. I don't know. Who, who knows? I don't know that that's still the case now that she's had a, a, her kids, but I certainly hope so. She said in 2019... We recently celebrated 40 years of Audrey and Sue Nichols, who plays her. How amazing is that? I'd love to be here for another 40 years. Yes, please. Um, I think that would be amazing. But, you know, uh, who, who knows whether that's still the case. But I think that because Julia is such a fan of Coronation Street, oh, she's, she's so not crazy. just in the show as a stepping stone to get to somewhere else or as, you know, a little temporary job or anything. I, I honestly believe that this is like her home and she wants to be there and she wants to stay there forever. 
And although there are def definitely some characters on Coronation Street naming no names who also feel like they're going to stay there forever, but they've kind of... Overstayed the their welcome. Yes, yes, that's a nice way of putting it. Um, I, I don't think that Shona could, so I could absolutely still see her there in, in 40 well, years, I, being a 70-year-old, 78-year-old woman tottering we, around. We don't know anything about anyone's plans, and you can't... I think it would be silly to try and make a long-term plan for your career if you're a Coronation Street actor knowing what mm. the future may hold for you. Um, but I can definitely see uh, David and, and Shona. And, you know, they always throw old Jack and Vera, the new Jack and Vera, blah, 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 um, at everybody who's a couple who's been in the show for any length of time. Um, I'm not saying that they're a Jack and Vera, but they feel very much like one of those couples that could be yeah. an iconic Coronation Street couple. So just don't split them up. And there's always the temptation, isn't there? Like they yeah. did with Kevin and Sally back in the day. They say, oh, who's a really popular couple? Let's split them up. And the don't sad thing about that it. is that they, if they hadn't split those two up, two. then they could, you know, Kevin and Sally could have been an iconic Coronation Street couple. They, they still are. They're but, not. But, they're not because they weren't together for long enough. They were together for... I'm going to say 11, that Sally's personality changed since she was with Kevin to the degree that it's almost like a completely different character. Yeah. She was she, never yeah, a silly, was, no, airheaded a, snob. No, she wasn't. But I mean, we we are we do now have Sally and Tim, who lots of people would say yes. is even even more enjoyable to watch. But honestly, people don't, say don't split days. up. David and Shona just for, you know, the short term thrill of something that's, you know, going to be on the front cover of the TV guide. But then that I'm ruins sure the relationship. They're writing this down like, at Coronation Street. When, when she came back earlier this week and she was like, oh, David, I'm leaving you. I wasn't nervous that she actually was going to because I don't think that Coronation Street would be that stupid <laughs> to split them up. And so, the sad crossed. fact of the matter is if they did split up, then I think Shona would be struggle to find a place in the show that made logical sense for her. Yeah, she doesn't have her her roots. She doesn't have her links. Her roots are the Platt family. And mm. if they if she's been severed from that then yeah. when I the spoke... only other person she's got is Roy. Yeah, when I spoke to Amanda Barry um for, for on the on the podcast a couple of years ago, she talked about getting your links with as many characters on the show as possible. Yes. So you you if one if one of those links goes you've still got lots of others and you're right I think that there's not very much still anchoring Shona to the street without the Platts now luckily the Platts is a massive dynasty and they're not going to be going anywhere soon unless they have a family affair style boating disaster but um yeah it is a bit of a worry but you're right she she does have a really nice relationship with Roy and she's still but then Nina's kind of taken that role yeah she has a little unfortunately. bit um yeah what, what do you think about... And I'm just going to also wonder whether Shona's taking the place that Maria's had in David's life as his kind of sniping partner. Yeah, yeah, I think anyway, so. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to talking about Clayton because th this guy was sent down to prison... So when was this? Like four or five years ago now? Maybe it's not that long. He was sentenced to 15 and I know he did a bit of escaping and everything so maybe he's not going to be getting out for good behaviour or however that works. I don't know if that's true or not. Do you think that Clayton will come back at some point. Is he is he yeah, gonna do a bit of, Is he too... gonna be a Jim McDonald, Terry Duckworth kind of character yeah. that's gonna be the bad penny? And I'm not gonna say that I'd look forward to that. I'm not a mega fan of Clayton, but I don't and, and I don't, when I... he was in it a lot, I was like, oh, I'm not not too fussed about him, but I think 
if we were to come back to Coronation Street in, let's say, 10 years' time and then Clayton turns up, I'd be like, whoa, what's going to happen here? Because there's absolutely a, an archetypical soap character of the of the, of the the bad son that yeah. the mum can't help but love. love. I know, but I like comedy Shona. I don't like drama Shona. I, I, I think that... But she does... Julie, obviously, Julia Golding She does, does both very, very well. Um, and I don't really know how I would feel... How could could they write? Could they? I mean, Jonah when she was first struggling after she came out of her coma with her memory loss and and and, and things, that wasn't comedic at all, obviously. But she kind of transitioned into it being a sort of a more whimsical yeah. uh, experience to watch since then. But she hasn't seen Clayton since then. No. So would there be any comedy in uh, the way she would react to him? And would I, they even ever dare to go that way? I don't know. Just, I'm just trying to think of a way that Clayton could come back and I would like it because I just don't... I just... I think... I love I love how good Shona... How funny depends, Shona is. It depends what they did and with... It wouldn't depends what they wanted funny. to do with Clayton. Because Terry wasn't Turn funny when he character. came back. If they could make... And maybe people would say, oh, they're just copying the Terry Duckworth. But if they were to make Clayton come back and he was just the absolute worst and every time you think he can't sink any lower, he does. And that was what made Terry so compelling, wasn't it? Every time Vera was saying, oh, oh I still love him, he'll be okay. And then he sells his son. And then next time, oh, he he, he bails on, on his... Uh, was it a kidney transplant that he was going to have or, or something and, and leaving Vera on a deathbed? And I, I don't know. I just think that that... That could be good, and yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't love it, Clayton particularly, but you know, ten years time, ten years more acting for you know, whatever it is, the guy who plays Clayton, maybe, maybe they could do something there. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's too scared to come back to Coronation Street well, what, what, because he was haunted by a ghost. <laughs> what Julia has said in an interview about the potential Clayton return is, I'd like to. Obviously, we saw a little bit of him when she came back and his mask when slipped back, fairly yeah. quickly. I'm not sure how much repair can be done to that relationship, but it'd be nice to see him back. But maybe not Shona trying again and again and again. It'd be nice to see him back if it was for a real reason and maybe for a good stint as well. Good point. Yeah, yeah, for longer. And that makes sense with what you were saying about Terry Duckworth, because Terry Duckworth had quite long returns, didn't he? And he definitely um, had a proper story. It wasn't just like, hi, mum, I'm going to kidnap It was more than a couple later. of days, but I wouldn't say that it was... Well, he, well, he had schemes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did, he did, he did. All right, uh, well, I, I don't remember. No, it doesn't matter. The, the potential is there anyway, so... Um, what what more is there that we can say? I feel about like I could talk about Shona. this character for ages, but I do feel like we kind of need to stop at some point. Yeah, um, I just because I just love her, and I got, it will just turn into gushing. Yeah, she's just so sparky and fun and whimsical. She is very. And she brings a lot clever. of energy to the screen. There's a few she's characters got like such that. Such great timing. It it is. It is. She's a. There there are some characters that when they step on the screen, the energy just goes. And it's like, oh, fine, but this is a bit, this, yeah, a bit heavy. But she can, like like Sally Carmen, I'm going to say, Julia Goulding can inject something into a scene that just raises it right up. And um, I, I really hope that she's here in Coronation Street for, for a long, long time yes. to come. I was wondering, sorry, I, I know that sounded like an ending thing, but with Clayton... Been, with Clayton... Yes... There's definitely potential in him coming back and interacting with Max, isn't there? How do you feel that would go? 
Would it be an antagonistic? Yeah. He's, well, no, he's not going like, to team up they, with his mum's killer. Do they recognise each other as as fellow crims? I think that Max's knowledge of Clayton being the one that killed his mum, it would be yeah, a bit too much to resist. Although adds something, doesn't it? You know, I, I can't remember whether Max even knows what Clayton looks like. Could so they he could accidentally be friends? Exactly. I, I'm, I'm wondering that. Like if... And, you know... Max has certainly got his dark side, but he's also they they want to redeem him. But if they keep if they keep Max with a bit of a dodgy side to him, Clayton could purposefully, I guess, possibly enlist him into some kind of dodgy dealings, and then he oh. realizes who he's getting into bed with. How about um, Clayton's in prison in the same prison as Max? Max, well, because Max isn't actually a normal prison, is he? No, but Clayton will be now when he's old yeah. enough to be. let's just say they're both in the same prison. And let's just say Max has come out and he's done naughty things and gone back in again. Hmm. Um, Clayton recognises Max. Max doesn't know who he is. And, and Max is being picked on again. And Clayton takes him under his wing. Mm. And then before he, before he, um, he realises that this guy murdered his mum, he's now indebted in a very emotional way and also in a prison style tit for tat kind of a way to this guy and he's mixed up emotions because he's like I hate you but you've you've helped me and you knew who I was yeah and I think there is definitely some mileage there honestly there is isn't there yeah yeah do you do you see um sort of moving away again to a different topic are you happy with Shona staying at Roy's do you think that that's a kind of a, a suitable... Oh, staying working. Though. Yeah, so yeah, staying working at Roy's. Yeah, I Because although Nina has come in and kind of almost taken the role of the, the, the Saki... Balm butterer. Balm butterer. I think that I can't see anywhere else that Shona would be better. I certainly don't see her there at the factory. I don't think that she's Rover's barmaid potential either. I think that, you know, I think she... She's just a bit more down to earth, isn't she, than some buxom she's not wench. A gl- she's more like a potman or a cleaner. Yeah, I mean, she, she can you imagine her turning up at the bar at the Rovers with her with her rips in her jeans? No, like, what, what would casual. Annie Walker say? She's too casual, and then she'd also I love her insult jeans. people. Yeah, she would. She would. She, so yeah. I, 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 I think that she could stay there, and I wonder because you know how long is Roy going to stay the proprietor of Roy's Rolls? Has he? Did he? When he went off to Peru last he year, did Nina. he leave it to Nina? Yeah. But did she? Did he take it back again when he came back well, after about three weeks? Well, this is one of these things remember. where I think sometimes Coronation Street doesn't like to tie up things so they don't have to because they can use it in the future if mm. they want to. See, I personally think that Shona feels like she belongs, you know, long term at Roy's a lot more than Nina does, and I don't True. know. I don't know what. I see for Nina in the future, but I mean, she's a fashion designer, isn't she? And Allegedly. it always, yeah, it feels like that helping out at, role, at Roy's roles is just like a temporary stopgap with her. It does, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that's where she needs to stay forever. But I could certainly see Shona doing it, and maybe there could be a story when Roy decides that it's time to bequeath his his beloved Roy's roles to someone. And is it Shona? Or is it Nina? And there's a bit of a bit of a fight going on there but I Coronation Street does quite a lot recently have a problem with change and they like to keep things the same like keep the keep the cabin there keep dev shop there keep the salon open again keep the factory exactly the same 
But once, <laughs> once Roy, you know, he's retires, once, once Roy say. retires, say, is it still he's going to be retire. Roy's roles? It doesn't need to be. What would it be if it was Shona's then? Shona's what? I don't know. I haven't Shona's had a chance sausages. to think about that. <laughs> um, no, but I, I just, I, I think that maybe it could do with a refresh, not while Roy's there, but afterwards. And having Shona take it over and, and Shonify it, I think that that could be a, a nice little new era. Because it, it, I mean, it used to be Jim's Cafe before um, Roy's yeah. roles for a long time. Cory needs to make some changes, and I think if Does Nina, it? if Nina took the fact, the factory, the, the 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 cafe on after Roy, she'd probably keep it as Roy's roles and kind of in his memory because it's a family thing, and I think that Shona would be would be better to refresh it and give it the facelift it needs. So, Interesting. I, I can see it the other way round. Honestly, I can see Shona. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. The opposite to what you said. Shona keeping it the same and Nina changing it. Mm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, final thoughts about Shona. Are we going to finish this? We'll podcast? finish it soon. I just, I just love Shona. I, we've said everything there is we I haven't. can possibly I, say. I would like to say yeah. I thought it was very funny back in 2017 or so when everybody confused um, <laughs> Julia Goulding for, for Nicola, um, Nicola Thorpe because they looked very similar at the time and they had t-shirts of each other saying, I'm not Nicola Thorke, I'm not Julia Goulding. (laughs) That was quite funny. Um, And I would also just like to say um, it's been lovely having some real-life encounters with Julia Goulding in real life as well. Two times that we've seen her, (laughs) she just um, revealed that she was pregnant as well, didn't she? Remember the first time we were at the um, Coronation Street Studios and she was there just outside the... Uh, reception wasn't she and yep. I think that might have been like the very day that or if or if not day then week that she'd announced her first pregnancy and we're like oh hello Julia have congratulations and everything and then obviously last year at the Soap Awards when uh, <laughs> yeah subtle clues with me not realising even though Sally Ann Matthews was pointing at her yeah at her literally baby couldn't have done present, anything else to make it more obvious yeah but there you go yeah. but um yes lovely in real life lovely on screen long may she continue on Coronation Street she's and fabulous. I want her to be I want to watch Shona on the street until she's 80 and I want her to keep her rich. I want to too. be able to do a character profile revisit of Shona in ten years. Yeah. I like I, this. This character profile of Shona has been a very, very long time coming because it's. She, it feels like we should have done her by now, particularly how much we enjoy the character. And um, but you know, it's just never. But got I think it, it ties in nicely with what's it going on. Ties in with their with, return and everything. And what's going to, on with um, Max? Because yeah. there's a bit of history there about what about Shona sounding the alarm bells very early on about mm. this. And yeah. if only they'd listened to this it. This is maybe like the beginning of, you know, if you look at MCU parlance phase three, maybe of of Shona on Coronation. MCU. Is that the, yeah, what the Marvel are you trying to cinematic say? universe? Yes, that's correct. Yes, I, I know these things. I'm it's with not it. Marvel. It's not Phase One, Two, or Three. It's before the box and post box. Well, yeah, that's right. Pre box Shona, post box Shona, and now <laughs> <laughs> and now we're um, whatever. We're still post box. Yeah, but are we. No, there's no more post phases. Box, post post. It's box. like Jesus. It's before him and after him. Okay. And you'll never be the same again. Never. Right. Let's let's finish this. I, I feel that you're Julie Golding urging exactly me to end like this Jesus. podcast. Both thumbs up for both. I I I, I, yeah, I approve of both. Yeah. So 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Julia Goulding, for making a character that I absolutely adore. Don't leave the programme, please. And thank you to and all the the writers of who are great at doing... Just giving her the right things to say. And Jack, also give a little shout-out to Jack P. Shepherd, who's very underrated <laughs> in the show. Don't know if you guys have noticed, but he's quite good in the scenes of Shrimp. Yeah. I think they should keep an eye on him. He's a star of the future. Yeah, yeah. well, keep an eye on him. <laughs> you heard it here first. So, yes. we're done. We're done now, are we done? Half an hour, half hour and a half of Shona talk. I think that's enough. Yes, go then. We're going. I need to upload this. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back at the weekend. Bye-bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Oh, oh, oh.